the City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hey, everybody. This is Casey Fields, your Municipal Advocacy Manager for the Municipal Association of South Carolina. And welcome to Week 2 City Quarantine Connect podcast. Starting out the show, I can't, I, I, I can't not give a shout out to two of our favorite listeners, our consistent listeners, Roy Stoddard, Captain Roy in Six Mile, and Greg and Smith in the city of Myrtle Beach. I have not introduced you as the guest yet. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I will give you ample time to comment. You know, he blew my cover. Scott Flatten, he is with us again this week. My apologies to everyone. Scott, welcome. To Thank quit you. Quarantine Connect, whatever we're yes, calling this thing. That's fantastic. I, I appreciate that, and I love the new name. It's so appropriate. And yes, uh, a big shout out to Greg Smith and Myrtle Beach, and of course our favorite Roy Stoddard and little old, old Six Mile. South that's Carolina. right. This this is, and I you know I said it I said it last week, but it bears repeating. News from the dome that I'm gathering from my home, and I'm sending it to your home. That's right. Dome to home to home. And you know what? We'll just we'll keep on keeping on until we flatten this curve. Scott, let's let's do a brief reminder about what happened a couple weeks ago on April the eighth in the South Carolina General Assembly and then let's roll over to federal action that the association staff is working on. So on April eighth, the House and Senate came to Columbia in session for one day. Quick overview, the Senate passed an adjournment resolution and sent it to the House. This House had already adjourned. So both bodies have to approve the adjournment resolution and only one the Senate has. So we are waiting approval from the House on that. And each chamber, the House and the Senate, passed their own version of a continuing budget bill. They have to, both chambers have to approve something, and that is yet to happen. So we are waiting on action on both of those things. They are technically in recess at the call of the chair. They're adjourned until Senator Harvey Peeler, president of the Senate, and Speaker Jay Lucas in the House of Representatives calls them back into session. That's about it. I mean, I summarized it as best I could. Nothing has changed since uh, all that took place a couple of weeks ago. So Right, um, right. Lot, listen, a lot of rumors, a lot of talk, a lot of things going back and forth, but nothing set in stone yet. Lots on the Twitter, but nothing official. And of course, so, we had the, we had the tornadoes around oh, Easter, man. which has pushed back. Obviously, it's occupying a lot of people's time. Absolutely, absolutely. All of those cities that have cities and towns that have been affected have been in our prayers. It is so great to see all the mayors and other local elected officials reaching out to each other, checking on each other, and making sure everybody has the help that they need. So soon after the, the the tornadoes went through, our staff were in touch with city officials uh, trying to assess if they needed assistance, particularly our electric cities, uh, Seneca being one of them, Eric Buds on our staff, who works with the South Carolina Association of Municipal Power Systems, reached out to them to make sure that they didn't need some mutual aid assistance. So so we were on we were reaching out to mayors across the state who were being affected just to check on them. And fortunately, they were all safe and didn't need a whole lot of help from us. But, but we're continuing to stay in touch with them. And hopefully, uh, hopefully they're all going to get over this first thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Scott, give everybody, I know that you have been in touch with the mm-hmm. National League of Cities, with NLC. 
give, give us kind of an update on where we are with this new possible bill in Congress about aid to cities. So everybody knows about the CARES Act that was passed a few weeks ago by Congress that provides uh, lots of different relief for businesses in particular, but it also included some relief for some cities across the country, but that was only aid for cities that exceeded 500,000 in population. So, of course, that excluded every city and town in South Carolina. Right. But there's an effort underway in Congress now to craft a new bill that would include up to about $250 billion in funding that would go to cities and towns and counties across the country. And so we were on a call last week with our counterparts at the National League of Cities who are uh, negotiating with House leadership right now in support of this bill that they are trying to make as direct funding to cities and towns rather than them going going through the state through the state uh, right through the state like uh, like some cares money is going right now the money would go directly to those cities and towns and they're you know they're talking about different ways about how it would be distributed on a per capita formula would you do it on a 50-50 basis with the counties with mm-hmm. the population of cities count for the county's population there's still lots of things to negotiate, but that bill's in draft form in the in the House, and we're going to. Is there a timeline to... on that shot? Have they, no, have they... no, okay. they. I mean, they're trying to get this thing through as quickly as they can, but of course, the Senate is is adjourned right now, and it won't. Right. The, the U.S. Senate's not coming back in uh, to session until May the fourth. So, okay. you know, even if the House were to pass this thing, which is very likely because it's it's Democrat controlled. Right. The Senate won't won't have an opportunity to take it up until at least May the fourth, and I would assume it is going to have to go through its committee process, subcommittee and committee process, and then get onto the floor for Which action. Are we, going are we still in April, or are we? No, we're not in May yet. We're still <laughs> no, in April. No, we're, yeah, we're still in April. Right. We're still in April. Um, April the four hundred and fifty fifth. Maybe yeah. April won't be as long as March. So we're going to we're going to continue to work with the National League of Cities on this bill and we will reach out to folks as we need to at the appropriate time to uh, to get them engaged on this thing once we have something that we can actually all work together towards. Okay, that sounds great. And I know some mayors throughout the state are working with Congress also and letting them know, you know, their needs in cities and they're reaching out to their congressional delegation. So I think that's I think that's a good thing also. So with regard to the funds that were passed through the CARES Act already and that is is being sent to all the states, we are working, of course, with the governor's office and the leadership in our House and Senate on how some of those funds could be distributed to cities and towns as the state perceives them. And, and it's my understanding, in case you can talk about this more, uh, that the governor's office is, you know, they're they're still working through it and trying to figure out how this thing's going to work. That's right. That's right. They're they're still developing guidelines and kind of processes for state agencies, and then they'll move on to to the locals, to local government. So they're they're working on it too. You know, this whole thing is 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 new, and we are working with them and in in contact with everybody. I, I feel really good about everybody working together. 
at the the state level, the local level, I feel like we're all on the same team and yep. that we're we're we want to get the same we want to get the same result. We want everybody we want our small businesses to to be back and successful. We want our economy back to where it was and we want cities to remain whole and fully functioning providing those services to residents just like we always do. Yeah, bottom bottom line is the the governor's office and the leadership in the general assembly understand that Cities and towns are, are businesses just like small businesses that are going right. to have uh, revenue needs and losses and, you know, additional expenses that they uh, that they didn't incur. Now, fortunately, most cities and towns across the state wisely have some, some fund balances, but uh, right. our, our pain is going to probably come later on after the economy gets going because our most of our revenue collections are based on uh, are lagging behind the actual uh, collection. Right by the businesses or the payment of the businesses. So That's right. Yep. And you know what, Scott, we I'm sure that we'll be highlighting some of these programs as the days go and we put together kind of a, a summary of everything, but we've got a lot of cities and towns that are trying to help their small businesses and offering loans and different kind of programs to really help them get back on their feet when that time comes. Yeah, so we uh, we sent information to the State Chamber of Commerce, the partial listing of cities and towns that are doing things for their local businesses to help them in terms of deferring deadlines for business license taxes, for hospitality accommodations taxes, those kind of things, and, and other things like what the city of Aiken's doing with their small business loan program. So they are uh, they're aware of those things, and we've asked them to ask their members to contact their cities and towns to find out specifically what it is they are, uh, what they're offering to help small businesses during this period. Which is, I mean, it just further illustrates that we, everybody's working together. Everybody wants everybody to be successful. Yeah, and and we we want to hear from cities and towns if they are doing something specifically for their, their small businesses. I know Walhalla, for instance, is uh, doing a small grant program. Hamden, for instance, it has people on staff that are helping their businesses try and apply for the, the SBA loan. So right. everybody understands it's a partnership between business and cities and uh, and towns. So we hope that they'll well, this spirit of cooperation will continue. Absolutely, and that's what that's what our state is all about. And hopefully, moving forward, that's what will continue to be. One more thing before we sign off, Scott, I want to officially welcome Erica, right? Erica. The advocacy and communications team. Yeah, Erica Wright started with us this last week. Uh, I mean, not, not that we've seen her. We've right. texted and we've emailed, but we have not seen her face. Bless her. Yeah, yeah. So, in fact, she's just one of several new hires that have started with the association since we all went on quarantine. So, we're happy to have Erica on board. She carries the title of legislative and public policy advocate. All right. Which is what I always say is a fancy title for lobbyists. So she will right. be one of our uh, frontline lobbyists in the General Assembly whenever they come back into session. Awesome. We're happy to have her. She came from the uh, Charleston Metro Chamber of Commerce where she knew a lot of local officials down there and came highly recommended, of course, and we're so excited to have her we on board. We are very excited. And Looking we hope soon that everybody will be able to meet Erica and get to know her just like we are all family. She's in our family now, and I hope everybody, all of our extended family in our cities and towns can meet her soon and get to know her. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Scott, do you have anything else to share with our with with Greg and Roy as they listen to us? <laughs> well, today? Captain Roy and Greg, you know, we're again we're happy to have y'all listening, and we appreciate everybody else who listens. Whenever we make these recordings, we're doing it for your benefit. And if there are things that we aren't talking about that you do want us to talk about that we that we can talk about in public, of course, of course, uh, we'd love to hear from you about that and, uh, and and fulfill that request. But everybody, stay safe. Continue to work together, and we will hopefully see everybody soon on the other side of this thing. Scott, are you do you do these in your pajamas? Or are you dressed like your is your hair done? I'm yeah, my hair did and oh. I shaved today and I'm wearing oh, wow. you know, wearing wearing clothes. I'm not wearing a tie, but uh, right. I am well, of dressed. Course. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Did you I was see just checking. In, did you see in Miami a couple of weeks ago a judge scolded some attorneys. One showed up for a, a Zoom hearing shirtless, the other conducted the hearing from her bed. She was still in bed. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. I'm not in the bed. Yeah. I'm up, I am moving, and I have not started fractions yet because it's spring break. Spring break we are literally spring break at, spring breaking it at home. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check from the dome to your home. We're still sending it out with pertinent information, and you can find that on our website. It's got the address. www.masc.sc. Just be in touch with each other. Let us know if you need anything. If you have any special programs running, just like Scott said, and thank you so much for listening. Take care of yourself, wash your hands, and stay healthy. The City Quick Connect podcast is one of several ways the Municipal Association keeps you informed of the opportunities and issues impacting South Carolina cities and towns. Learn more at www.masc.sc and stay up to date with the association's latest happenings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.